as a freelancer is hard enough to get jobs.、Uh, it's hard enough to get gigs, you know. So for me, I try to bypass that and form a quote-unquote company、uh, just to legitimize it and everything else within that because. I always view that people or companies would rather、um, hire a legitimate company that is fully licensed and has a website and branded, versus a regular Joe Schmo who is out competing himself with everybody else on the market. And then now, start. You have a business going. Because you're able to do something that was a hobby, and you're able to turn that into a business. So tell me, tell us how that started. Like, you know, when did you say, hey, you know what, let's try to make this foundation? Yeah.、Uh, first of all, thank you for having me on.、Um, hoping that everyone in KC. And in the community, and the clinic is safe and healthy.、Uh, seeing what you guys are doing, and you know, on your on your other side, also with Tide Orchid, I seen you guys are doing a, a, an amazing job with that.、Um, I know you're giving back to communities a lot. I just saw your recent video, and everything that you guys are doing at, at Tide Orchid is is absolutely kicking ass. So congratulations on that.、Um, but thank you for having me on. You know, I started I started this company in 2014 after a few years of freelancing, and I one of my biggest perspective going into it is that as a freelancer, it's hard enough to get jobs.、Uh, it's hard enough to get gigs. You know, so for me, I try to bypass that and form a quote unquote company、uh, just to legitimize it and everything else within that because. I always view that people or companies would rather、um, hire a legitimate company that is fully licensed and has a website and branded, versus a regular Joe Schmo who is out competing himself with everybody else on the market. You know, so that was one of my biggest advantage that I try to acquire is that hey, maybe I can get a leg up on freelancers、um, who are just doing the the grind, doing the the hand to hand combat. Uh, into trying to get jobs,、um, and that for me actually really sped up my progress uh, into um, the the career that I've had over the last five years. Really sped up the company,、um, just legitimizing everything. I think it's one of those things where, you know, at the time I saw X amount of my friends freelancing, and it's like this is not a、uh, beneficial way for everyone to just fight each other and.、Um, Try to win bids, you know. So within even the company, I I bring a lot of those guys who were freelancing into、uh, into the company. That was my intro to creating a actual company, even though I was by myself. So, so in a way, you were、uh, you were freelancing, and then you had a full time job, right? Transition where you were doing on the side, playing on the side. When did you make that jump? I started to realize how cheap everything is、uh, compared to LA,、mm-hmm. right? So one of my biggest advantages is、uh, knowing how competitive LA is and 
um, seeing the market out here. Uh, I work a corporate position at Red Rock um, as a analyst for uh, their non-gaming side, you know, and I was, I was there for about a year and about a year and two months. Um, and I think I realized that it's very competitive to in this market. Um, it's a very downtrodden market in Vegas. Uh, meaning that the, comp the comp competition is not as much as it is in LA. And I figured, hey, I have a good amount of savings in the bank. Like, why not just try this out for a year and see where it can go? Uh, and honestly, I didn't have much action in the bank. Like, looking at it now, seven years later, in, in 2014, I probably had about like five grand in the bank, you know, but I was confident in my abilities to, to do what I needed to do. Um, so that was my transition from corporate to, to freelancing, to running, uh, creating a company, essentially. Was it a moment that the lights switch went off or was it like a slow, I can do it, I can do it, you know, or was it like a, a pissing, you have to look back? You know, I'm very much a planner. Um, and I, I foresee, I foresaw what I wanted to do in the next X amount of months while I was still working that position. Um, the epiphany kind of landed when, you know, I was ma not only managing, um, my department, but also the only person, uh, that was working department. So in reality, I was working about 60, 70 hours, uh, for a pretty, pretty shitty salary. Right. For what at that time, I think I was making about like 40,000 or something like that close to it. And the hours I was putting in just wasn't comparable to anything that I was getting on financial side. Um, so I, I didn't want to do it any longer because I was coming in on a weekend. Uh, I was working during Thanksgiving uh, because I, I knew if I didn't go in or I knew if I didn't finish up uh, the work that needed to be done. Uh, I would probably get overloaded with work that following Monday. So, you know, at that point, you have to kind of realize, like, it's your time uh, worth putting in um, to a company that doesn't really, that might not really care about you. Uh, although I had a great um, supporting supporting staff and my VP and my uh, my president and everybody else. Um, but as a larger corporation, I, I, I just didn't foresee me uh, working there with the way they were uh, uh, um, treating their employees, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. No, it really, it really wasn't worth it. But what I've learned during my time there and my year and a half was, you know, I was openly meeting with VPs and GMs and planners from large corporations. Basically changed entirely in the past four weeks since March, mid-March. What's, what's happening in the world? You know, I've I've been lucky enough to um, be a part of a great company at Bleacher Report. Uh, shout out to my guy, Steve Pellegrino, for bringing me on. They were actually a client 
before that and they decided to open a betting heavily focused heavily focused betting um, department vertical out here in Vegas um, and he brought me on as their DP so I'm, I'm eternally grateful to him for especially right now where you know hundreds and thousands of Vegas locals are out of jobs and filing for employment and you know I can't say I can't say enough good things about the leadership at Bleacher Report and at Turner um, for doing what they've done in the last four weeks or so, just taking care of employees and um, making sure that we're on the right progress and creating new content that are really, actually really, really good. So I'm proud to be that team. Um, as far as business goes, I think in, since um, February, you know, I've had about four cancellation of clients and that probably cost about like 20, about 25,000 uh, overall, you know, so it's, it's, it's been a hard first quarter in terms of the business. Um, but for um, personally, we're still holding up pretty well um, just due to uh, working at Bleacher and um, having, having that financial relief from them. Um, but, you know, we're, we're moving on progress and there's a lot of exciting things that are happening. And I think once uh, COVID-19 kind of dissipates, uh, I'm really looking forward to getting back on track with the business and um, how everything works. We've we've had a lot of uh, inquiries already for the next couple months in September till the end of the year. So um, we're pretty excited to to hopefully get back on track and you know end the quarter quarter three, maybe start at quarter four, but end that quarter uh, strong. Um, and hopefully we'll get back to a place where we're once comfortable again to. Uh, start experimenting with content and where we want to go in terms of the local market and um, just a different vertical of, of what I always try to focus in on the business, whether it's podcasting, um, doing digital work. Uh, and that's something that we're still heavily, uh, heavily working on. That's awesome. It seems like you have a busy man. You have Bleacher going. We are over here working with a big team. Also doing your thing on the side with clients and everything else. I know our lives have um, changed in the past month, for sure. At least the routines are disrupted, right? So, I, you know, what I see is anyone who resists to change was, was forced to change, was made to change. So I think uh, individuals who are uh, more flexible, you know, and, and more adaptive to change, the faster they, they adapt, the much better they'll thrive in this situation. And I want to ask you about, you know, you talked about how the business is, uh, your business was definitely affected, you had a drop off and cancellations. What are some of the lights that come out of this whole pandemic and stay home, uh, shelter in place order? Like, what are some of the things that you're finding that is positive in your life that wouldn't have otherwise um, happened? You know, and even going back to that, like, I really feel for the people who lost the ability to, to go back to work um, and lose their, their primary financial hood. It's, it's a really hard struggle. And I think even a lot of my friends are going through it now where um, their companies didn't take care of them and they've essentially just got laid off the day after it was announced. Right. So, but one of the really star shining lights that I can see 
um, going forward is how everyone's adapting to the situation. There's there's three type of people, I guess, within um, within this realm, and it's how you deal with it and how you um, and how you progress with knowing that hey, this is probably going to last for a while. So you as um, you as a nine to five person, or you as an entrepreneur, or you as a hustler, like what are you guys working on within this time uh, to really put yourself within a better place? Um, and I see a lot of people doing digital stuff, which I absolutely love. You know, I'm helping a friend out right now, um, doing her digital coaching, uh, her Ayurveda, her um, meditation, and that's heavily going really well. You know, in the last two weeks, she's been able to garner uh, a good amount of donations and a good amount of pay um, payments from other companies that are hitting her up to lead their yoga retreats and uh, to lead their yoga Zoom session. So there's a lot of opportunities within what's going on. You know, so my biggest shining light is that people are really taking advantage of this time. And I really hope they do because, you know, it's a good time to, you know, to really settle down and work on the hustle that you've always been wanting to work on. Um, so, you know, it's right now, like we've all seen that meme around as like where, you know, if you have enough, if you don't, if you don't come out of this with a new hobby, new new hustle, new whatever, like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't time. It's your, it's your dedication or whatever it might be. Right. And both things are right. But also it's like, you know, we, especially you and I, uh, we have no kids and, you know, I know you're married, but I'm single with no kids. So I still have all the time in the world to really work on the things that I want to work on. Um, but for those that are, you know, have a family and taking care of kids and raising responsibilities. Like this is a great time, like X amount of hours you can put in a day, you know, whether it might be one or two hours, it's, it's time you got to put in and sacrifice and work on yourself. Cause honestly, the biggest thing right now is my friend, Mark Ragos uh, said in our previous interview, it's time to pay yourself, right? Pay yourself, meaning invest in the time that you need to, um, make for your future, whether it's hustling aside money or discovering something that you could do online. But as we've seen, it's hard to be able to trust um, companies to take care of you when something like this happens. So that's my biggest shining light is that I hope everybody really gets aware uh, into their possibilities and their creativity uh, and really just push boundaries of what they can do. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just kind of a take, taking the perceived um, unfortunate circumstances and making something out of it, right? Like you were saying, it's unfortunate for a lot of people that they are losing jobs or ability to provide for their families. But in the same token, it forced people to adapt. And maybe actually, let's say if they've been hating that job for 10 but we're too afraid to jump. Now it's time. It's never a better time. Because it's like when you're standing at the edge of the cliff at a bungee jump, you get you you were told jump, jump, jump. And you just froze. And then what happens? The instructor push you. And then next thing you know, you experience like bliss or whatever. Whatever it is that you but you wanted to experience that for a long time. That's why you approach the cliff and sign up to that. But you're afraid to make that leap and now you're forced to. So I think you're right. 
know, anyone who's willing to face it and accept it, the sooner they're accepted and willing to change anything, the sooner they're going to thrive. No, absolutely, man. You know, it's like, like your even your analogy of bungee jumping, like that Corona, whatever it is, the pandemic, that bitch is going to push you off. So you better, you better be ready to, to take that leap and get that run and start, you know, cause it's, it's, it, this is not the only time this is going to happen. Just, you got, y'all got to be ready. Yeah. There's going to be another Corona in 2030. You know, whatever that is, it, it could be a death of your close relationships or, you know, a personal Corona. This is just a symbolism. It just happened to happen to everyone at once. Yep. And this is, you know, we've seen, I mean, have we, as we've seen in the last, what, 20 years, nothing's really ever steady. You know, no one's, no one was ready for 2008 recession. And, you know, I think now if you look at the next few months, um, you know, I mean, it's hard to say, but I think we're already in a recession too, you know, especially going forward. Um, Do we have, do the consumers of, of the world of America, are they ready to go out and shop? You know, are they are they trustworthy of this climate and condition of safety to go out uh, and be able to once again eat out and shop at your local mom and pop and shop at Best Buy and all these publicly traded companies, right? Like, what's what's going to happen within that? It's going to take a few months for public to regain their trust within within safety. You know, I think even for me, like, it's really as um, as as less doomsday e I want as I want to be, you know, you have to take this seriously. And I think you and I, like we, we we don't fear uh, the virus, but it has to be respected. Certainly. All right. Well, we rolled through about twenty twenty two minutes of this. This this is a good good um good little chat here. So thanks everyone for tuning in. You know, thank you Kenny for coming. To the show, and then uh, you know we're gonna end with some rapid fire questions. You ready for this? Okay. Yes, sir. So as soon as I ask it, just answer right away. Whatever comes to, to mind. Okay. Best book. Best book right now. I'm reading a autobiography of Yogi. Oh, okay. Interesting. Best purchase under fifty dollars this year. Uh, best purchase. I think maybe one of the best purchases is uh, one of my one of my Nikes from Nordstrom's that was probably like oh, like fifty bucks. I wear these things, I wear those things to uh, to Bangkok. I wore I wore around my Southeast Asia trip, and that was about a three week trip. And I I wore the hell out of that thing. Uh, you know, I probably wore I probably walked like ten twelve miles a day, and for fifty dollars to be that comfortable and to walk around for three weeks in that comfort. It's a good purchase. Hey, that, that sounds pretty good to me. The best show. Best show. Mm-hmm. Um, any, you know, any platform. You know, I've been watching a ton of Netflix musical documentaries. Uh, there was one about uh, Nina Simone. Um, the other one about the, uh, about, about not, not Coltrane, the other jazz musician. Um, but I've been watching a lot of musical doc- documentaries, which have been really good. I just finished Tiger King last night. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, which is so April. I think April something. There's supposed to be uh, another episode release, so oh, okay. I'm kind of really looking forward to yeah, that. I haven't watched it yet. All right, 
when you hear underrated, what comes to mind or who comes to mind? Underrated? Yeah, underrated. What, is, what does that mean? I mean, you're underrated. People or me? No, like when you say underrated, who comes to mind or what comes to mind? Something that people don't give enough credit for. Empathy, you know? Okay. Empathy right now, man. I think people don't respect the uh, what's going on out there and they don't they don't know the the healthcare workers that are working X amount of hours per per day, you know, and it's people are still going out and and joking around and not taking it seriously. Uh, you have to you have to empathize with the people that are put, really putting their lives in the front line. Little heroes, right? So. Little heroes like yourself. Oh, thanks. I'm I'm far away from that, but I'll take it. Um, one word to describe 2020. Roof. Uh. So far. Life changing. Life changing. Okay. New hobby you picked up recently. Oh man, I picked up a lot of new hobbies, dude. One. Uh, one. writing 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 poems. Writing poems. Okay. Mm. The most recent pleasant surprise. This is going to be a good one. Uh, I've done two Sundays with no phones. Ooh, that is a surprising thing for me to know you. Yeah. Amazing. Yes, and it is, brother, it is life-changing. I cannot recommend this enough. Uh, it is absolutely life-changing in a way where it's like, in the first few hours, you don't know where your phone is you don't know what to do like shit like do i check my phone do i not and then you know once noon hits and you're you you have your plans to do what you want to do whether you're going shopping or grocery shopping or going outside uh it is absolutely life-changing i wrote like seven pages of poetry i got a bunch of things done i've meditated a ton uh absolutely life-changing awesome you like those questions huh you like those questions yeah, great, dude. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. I, I like it too. I think this is this is fun. So yeah, this is it. This is episode zero, and uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. So we have a prize, or I guess a contest for those who are listening right now. So if you go online to tylerfitkc.com and purchase an online order, we'll match whatever you paid. Uh, we'll send you a digital gift card. So. Uh, all you need to do is go on, online, order whatever you want to order, and then DM a screen capture of that order, and then we'll we'll, we'll match it. So we'll that we'll buy we'll buy this meal off, uh, on, on us. Yeah, no, absolutely, and it's uh everybody that that wins. I hope you try Thai orchids. Uh, kasoi, kasoi, is that how you pronounce it? Uh, yeah, kasoi. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things in Chiang Mai. I think we had that twice. Mm -hmm. uh, Really good. I hope everybody tries that. Uh, just open up your horizons when you get things from, from Thai Orchid and try different things that you've never had. I mean, there's such a good restaurant, uh, locally owned, you know, by my my man here, John, and his wife, Um, uh, support them in all you can and, um, you know, get some, get some good food and you celebrate with the family and, you know, be well and everybody. All right, perfect. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, just at Kenny Chai, uh, pronounced T-J-A-Y. 
you can find my personal website, kennychai.com, and my uh, video, video production agency at indiemarchfilm.media. Thank you again, brother, for coming out today, and thanks for your time. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me on, brother.